Hey there, and welcome to the Boldly Engaged podcast, a United Way of Allen County production. United Way of Allen County exists to boldly impact critical community issues, and the four main priority areas we focus our work on include educational opportunities, food security, housing stability, and mental health access. We strive to provide comprehensive resources to our community so we can make Allen County a better place to work, play, and live. This podcast serves as a platform to highlight the changemakers in our community who are dedicated to making positive changes as they align with United Way's mission and our passion for taking bold action. The Boldly Engage podcast is brought to you by the American Federation of Labor and Congress of Industrial Organizations. The AFL-CIO and the United Way share a common vision of prosperous, inclusive, and diverse communities where every member has access to a quality public education, fair wages, good jobs, and affordable and quality health care. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Bree. And I'm Laurel. And we're your co-hosts for the sixth episode of the Boldly Engage podcast. So we hope you've enjoyed our first bonus episode that we also had uh, last month as well. And we'll have another one coming up um, next month, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we're back with more content about changemakers here in Allen County. Yeah, and today we have with us uh, Gary Polk from Associated Churches here in Fort Wayne. So Gary, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up working as the finance director for Associated Churches? Sure. Uh, first, first of all, I, I will be 80 uh, coming up here in, in a few months, so I've had a few careers over, over my <laughs> yeah, lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, uh, probably one of my first, I was a, uh, uh, an internal auditor for an international uh, conglomeration and got to travel all over the world, and we did that for about seven years, uh, uh, doing audits of, of various locations. And I, uh, I got tired of doing all the travel because... Uh, uh, I had a small family mm-hmm. by by that time, so I uh, kind of quit doing that. Uh, I then ended up as the finance officer at the VA Medical Center here in Fort Wayne. And I was there for about 14 years. And the last couple of years that I worked uh, for the VA, I actually worked on a special project for uh, uh, Vice President Gore. And uh, we did that for almost 30 months to to get that completed. And then uh, uh, the the VA was doing a re-engineering of some things uh, that that they do. And they asked me to be a health systems analyst. Uh, uh, It sounds like a fancy title. It still had numbers involved in it. So uh, I, I agreed to that. And they said, well, we'll give you medical centers that are close proximity to Fort Wayne. And to me, well, there's one here in Fort Wayne, there's one in Marion, there's one in Indy, there's several over in Illinois, several over in Ohio. So I figured, okay, I'm going to be close to home most of the time. It didn't work out that way. My first two assignments were in Boston and Kansas City. Oh, my oh wow. <laughs> uh, my next assignment, uh, I was in San Francisco for almost nine months. Oh, my gosh. And uh, then uh, I ended up at the Bronx. Uh, which is an experience in and of itself. Sure. But my my last two assignments on that special project were going to be Honolulu and Manila. And the other ones, I could come home every weekend or at least every mm-hmm. other weekend. If I went to Honolulu and Manila, 
Uh, I was stuck there for six to sure. nine months at each location. So I decided to retire from the government, and I did that. I was actually retired then from 97 until a friend of mine who at the time was treasurer at Associated Churches said, hey, we, we need somebody to just do some part-time accounting work for us. And this was back in uh, late 2012, early 2013. So I'd been retired, you know, several years. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, sure, I could probably do that. Well, it's, it's turned into about a 60-hour-a-week job now oh since goodness. I'm finance director because not only do I do the, the finances, but I also uh, work with grants. I get the opportunity to meet with individuals mm-hmm. like you on a, on a regular basis. And it, it's really a, a fun job. I enjoy mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing. Good, good. Well, that just sounds like an incredible, an incredible career, not only personally, but professionally as well. And think about all those incredible places I'm sure that you've gotten to go see over the years. That's wonderful. (laughs) But uh, can you tell us a little bit about Associated Churches and the work that they do here in Allen County for those people who are listening that might not know? Sure. I I know today, I think we want to talk about food security yeah. or yeah. insecurity yes. as yes. the as the case may be which is one of associated churches's main programs right. we operate 21 food pantries here mm-hmm. in fort wayne and allen county but uh, in addition to that we have a program for uh young mothers we have a program for military support mm-hmm. of the active duty military in particular at the 122nd and at the 293rd. Uh, We've got three or four other programs that deal with the various ages of the children here in Fort Wayne and Allen County. One program deals strictly with elementary. Another one deals primarily with uh, middle school and high school youth. And then obviously the the one for the the young mothers uh, Mm -hmm. who have infants as, as well. So sure. I, I think we're quite diversified. And uh, even though our biggest program is probably uh, the food bank, several of our programs intertwine with one another. We're always needing to find some extra food to take out to a military family sure. at the 122nd yeah. or the 293rd. We're always needing to find extra food for the, the mother that's there for a specific purpose for her child, right. but they don't have any food in their house mm-hmm. either. So uh, from that standpoint, we're, we're kind of a, a interactive program that right. many of our programs uh, do override one another yeah. and, and, and collaborate with one another. I think that is a theme that we've kind of seen throughout all of the episodes that we've been doing with our various guests. And that's something that they've all kind of commented on where it's like, you know, we might focus on one issue at a time, but all of these issues coincide. They all have something to do with each other. Interacting of, and yep, well-rounded. Interacting. All of our priority areas, you know, whether we're talking about food security or educational opportunities, they all go together. You know, mm-hmm. if you're hungry, it's going to be harder to study. So yes. it's it's <clears throat> everything coincides. So I re- thank you for that. 
Absolutely. So you kind of mentioned um, already that we're going to talk about food security or insecurity. Um, so at United Way, we have what we call our priority seasons, um, and we have entered into the food security season. So can you speak to us a little bit about how Associated Churches is helping to address um, food insecurity here in Allen County through your services? Sure. I, I brought a bunch of statistics with me, and we'll try not to bore you with a lot of them. <laughs> Most of them... Uh, from the numbers guy. From the numbers yeah. guy, yeah. Most of them apply to our 2022 year, uh, I've got a couple of items that are currently being evaluated for 2023. But in 2022, Associated Churches provided over 1 million meals to the residents of just Fort Wayne and Allen County, and probably 95% of those were Fort Wayne rather than than Allen County. what, what that means to us is if we have to provide that many meals, the economy is not doing as well as we would like to think right. that, yeah. that it's doing. Uh, out of all of those meals that we served, uh, uh, over 375,000 of them were children. Oh, my goodness. And probably about another 400,000 or what? I like to call the uh, underemployed. Okay. Uh, they may have a job, mm-hmm. but it's only part-time. Right. right. Or they've got a full-time job or more, but they only make minimum wage. Right. Which yeah. means in all of those cases, they are food insecure because right. they're right. under the poverty level. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that that's a shame when we think we're an affluent society mm-hmm. here in Fort Wayne and Allen County that those situations do exist. Absolutely. Yeah. That is a great point Gary. Thank you for sharing that with us. Not only that statistic about the the children which that I mean that's heartbreaking. Bree and I both. Yeah, we're like <gasps> but also making that distinction between like there's hundreds of thousands of people that are out there that have jobs and they're still struggling to afford, you know, proper food. And that that's a that's a huge thing. So thank mm-hmm. you for that as well. You're quite welcome. What else might I tell you? Uh, a lot of our donations come from the individuals mm-hmm. who live here in Fort Wayne and Allen County. We have numerous food drives every year mm-hmm. and it's because of their generosity that our actual cost to provide meals goes way down right. because a lot of the food that we get, we don't have to pay for. Right. And as a result, uh, we can actually feed a family of four individuals for a week for just a little bit over $8.50 a week. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Yeah. So that that helps us uh, tremendously. Right. Uh, the... Uh, stuff about food drive that we were talking about you know that was was one of our uh, uh, sources of uh, mm-hmm. of food uh, every year the uh, post office has their annual one day drive yep. yes yes and uh, we probably average over 200,000 pounds of food that we receive and it all comes to associated churches uh, here in Fort Wayne uh, from that one day drive that's oh, crazy. Oh, my goodness. So you know, it, that one is a tremendous help to right. us. That's yeah. the letter carriers, correct? That's the letter carriers, yes. yeah. yeah. We have one company over in uh, <clears throat> New Haven that uh, their employees every year have a contest 
to see which department can bring in the most food. And uh, they do that usually in February. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had about a semi and a half of food from that one company. Oh, my gosh. Uh, in, in 2023 in February when, when all was said and done. Well, that's incredible. Mm, yeah. That's, so we do have great. some big ones. Yeah. Then we also have uh, most of the Fort Wayne Community Schools. Uh, they'll have a contest every year to see which school mm -hmm. uh, can can raise the most food, and uh, we've got a traveling trophy that goes with them. Uh, uh, who else? Canterbury uh, does a food drive for us every year in the fall, and so we we're not limited to one source, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is really good. Which is good, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you find um, that there are any like lulls in donation times for you guys um, as far as like you, sometimes you get like an influx of donations maybe around the holidays and then do you ever find that there's times during the year where you're not getting as many donations in as you would like to see? What? We always seem to have a need for more than what we have. I'll right. tell you that right, right now. Sure, but sure. Just, just because of, of what we do. But I think we're probably fairly well spread out okay. when you consider right. in May the post office does their drive. Mm -hmm. And that's going to last us for probably close to six months. Great. Okay. Uh, which takes us around to this time of year. Mm -hmm. And and the schools have their drive. Sure. and and uh, the stuff of us uh, program and mm -hmm. then early in the spring uh, uh, that one uh, company over in new haven that uh, yeah. gives us a, a a semi and a half worth so oh uh, from the standpoint of our funding that we get uh, we would like to see more but we do have uh, a couple of different uh, uh, grantors i would say uh, mm -hmm. uh, who provide us with funding to carry over the expenses that we can't have donated you know sure. our, our salaries our our upkeep on the building our right. uh, we have a warehouse we have two delivery vehicles mm -hmm. so we have to maintain those uh, right and uh, we we get to almost every one of those 21 food pantries mm -hmm. every week with a new supply of right. food uh, wow. to get them through until mm -hmm. the next week right, right. yeah wow I, I guess i didn't realize that there were 21 that's right. in, that's incredible yeah. all throughout the the county so that's that's excellent so you kind of touched on my next question a little bit because you've uh you kind of touched on grant funding as well as the food drive um that we participate in united way of allen county mm -hmm. with associated churches as well as community harvest and miss virginia's so how has a partnership with United Way of Allen County kind of helped you, uh, Associated Churches in the endeavor of addressing food insecurity? Okay. I, I think uh, from the standpoint of the United Way, uh, we get a stipend in essence every month from, from you, which kind of helps us cover those costs mm -hmm. that are ongoing and, and never seem to end. Right, yeah, <laughs> yep. So, so that is uh, primarily what we use the funds that we receive from you is right. to uh, maintain those ongoing needs right. that we have. Uh, we kind of rely on the community and uh, other organizations that provide the in-kind mm -hmm. donations sure. to uh, 
uh, get most of the food. Although we do spend over a hundred thousand dollars a year right. uh, uh, for food items that don't come in through donation uh, through donations. So right. uh, and that's a, a recurring uh, instance every every month. Right. Right. Well. Incredible. Well, Gary, thank you so much for for taking the time to come and talk a little bit with us about food insecurity and also about your incredible career. So if you could leave us with one piece of advice that you have learned throughout your extensive career, what do you think that that would be? That's a tough one. If if we look at it from the standpoint of of associated churches, I, I think the thing that I would like to instill in everybody is the need that exists in the community. And it's not just the need of associated churches. It's the need of probably every nonprofit organization uh, that you deal with, that we deal with, that the public deals with, that uh, can use your support. And although I know we try to get that support at Christmas, because that's when a lot of people are doing their year-end giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't discourage a, a monthly donation, even if it's only 5 or 10 or, mm-hmm. or, or $20, to get you in the habit of giving on a regular, recurring basis, because those small donations do add up rather right. quickly. Right, yeah, and just get involved with your community and make sure that you're you know, participating in that. That's, yeah. that's great. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And we urge our listeners uh, to stay informed about what's going on here in our community and to get involved with local nonprofits through giving, advocating, and volunteering and associated churches, circumstance, donating food as well. So here at United Way, we work hard alongside partners like Gary and associated churches to address prevalent issues like food security and donations from the community are what make our work possible. So as we wrap up yet another episode, please consider donating to support United Way and our work with the link in the show notes. And uh, also looking forward to our uh, food drive that's coming up February 19th to March 5th. Um, so go out and make a donation um, at your local Starbucks and, um, and businesses across Allen County to help Associated Churches and Miss Virginia's as well as Community Harvest. All right. And now stay tuned for a small segment from the president and CEO of United Way of Allen County, Rob Hayworth. Thank you, Bree. Thank you, Laurel. And thank you, Gary, and your work with Associated Churches uh, for all the good that you're doing in our community. And, and hello, boldly engaged community. As the president and CEO of United Way of Allen County, I'm proud of the work that we're doing here, but proud of the work of our two hosts. Uh, They're reaching our community each and every month and just uh, thanking them for shining a light on our community needs and the people and the programs that are standing ready to help. So thank you, Bree. Thank you, Laurel. Um, Helping us also in this effort to educate our community is the Northeast Indiana AFL-CIO chapter who has graciously agreed to sponsor this inaugural season of Boldly Engage. On behalf of the United Way of Allen County, I want to express our deepest gratitude to the Northeast Indiana chapter for their generous sponsorship of our new podcast. Uh, Not too many people realize this, but for over 75 years, the United Way 
and labor have enjoyed a cooperative relationship through which we're trying to provide networks for labor, networks for their families, and for our entire community. You know, that could be for advocating for fair wages and safe working conditions to just helping us build strong families and communities. So thank you, Northeast Indiana AFL, for amplifying our voice through this podcast and extending our reach and for believing in the power of collective efforts. You know, together we can make a real and lasting difference in the lives of those who need us most.